Nice. Oh. Oh yeah. Someone's sliding in the DM there. That's not a DM sign. That's the wife. I don't get slid in the DMs unless it's for the podcast. Okay. Unless it's work. So unless it's um, an attractive uh, female co-host uh, no. saying, uh, <laughs> no. oh yeah, I would like to work with you, Ben. I've heard your podcast. I think <laughs> it's amazing. I'll be like, Phew. speak to my partner, Cal, innit? He'll, he'll take yeah, care okay. of all those issues. Okay. You're damn right. And I will take care of that. So make sure you slide <laughs> my DM. <laughs> Cheers, Cal. Yo, what up, bro? Cheers, man. Uh, episode 19 of Beer, Rap and Banner. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing. We appreciate all the listeners. Episode 19, we've agreed on the Diego Costa uh, episode or... Dwight York. Dwight York. So one player was dirty on the pitch. And one player was dirty off the pitch. <laughs> Didn't Dwight York get with uh, Jordan and then have a kid with her and then... Um, I think so. Totally like... Just power her off and steer. forget about her. Fuck it. You would though, wouldn't you? You'd just beat and... <laughs> I mean, if you was dumb enough not to wear a condom when smashing a ting like that. Beat and delete. Fucking hell, man. You're going to regret that for the rest of your life, innit? That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in some situations, I, I feel like I can't blame a man for doing certain things. But I think if you have a kid, you should always represent. You should. You should always look after your You seeds, should, definitely. Man. Definitely. You should look, then... after, look after them and definitely... S- even if it was a, even if the child was a mistake or accident. Well, yeah, you know, God doesn't make mistakes, is what a Christian would say. Hey, hey, hey! And he didn't make a mistake when he made the most illustrious podcast. You are listening to Beer Rap and Banner. You know, <laughs> you know how to hit us up on the social medias yeah. uh, at Beer Rap Bants, uh-huh. Beer Rap and Banner at Gmail dot com. That's it. And we're on all social platforms. All of that. Um, beginning of the year. Big up the listeners who checked out 2008, uh, 2017 episode 18 of Pool Skulls. Now we're going into 2018 episode 19. Yeah. Beer Rap and Banner. Um, With what episodes? Episode 19. The Diego Costa episode or the Dwight York? We kind of got to choose one. Uh, I'll say, oh, I don't like Diego Costa. <laughs> he's a prick. He's an, being an Arsenal fan. We'll say Dwight York because of the bands. Fair All right. Enough. Oh. Legend, yeah, there's legend, gonna be legendary th- shit there's gonna be York. some funny pictures of the of uh, Dwight York out there with uh with, with the with the banner. But yeah, episode nineteen, Cal, what are you drinking today? Well, today I'm uh, boxing back a little bit of that rum, Captain Morgan's. Little bit, it's the whole bottle's almost done. Yeah, that's over two days worth of drinking. Mm. So well, we did most of the drinking yesterday. Didn't we, we? <laughs> we, the royal we, we, as in. Uh, not with English, because you were doing your dry January. Thank you, thank you. So, I was doing dry yeah. January. It is now uh, almost a week in of January. I've not drank. I've been on the big bottle of water. Um, I'm trying to be clean for the whole month. So if you're listening to this and you're detoxing, just know that we can do this together, people. We can do it! <laughs> Alternatively, if you just binge with the drugs and the drink and everything else, then... Yeah, then you ain't got, really got a drink, innit? That's it. Keep it dry. You just power through, power through. Um, no one said it's, you ain't got to be a, do a high January. It's dry January, not high January. Oh, I like it. I so, like yeah. it. I can I can bend get, the rules. Get your syringes, do your heroin. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Kickstarting the episode, one person in particular who paid no mind to dry January out in Denmark, Thief Stills, the most expensive bottle of vodka. Are you a vodka drinker, Carl? I only like... Uh, we were talking about that the other day, weren't we, bro? And I only like... Vodka, that's really nice. So I don't really want to do the paint stripper, like a vodka. 
But, you know, if there's a Belvedere or a Grey Goose, like, it, it works, isn't it? You like the vodka, Also, also like a, a Kettle Van. Oh, nice. That's a Dutch vodka. So, reportedly, uh, this bottle of vodka, check this out, yeah, cost $1.3 million. Fuck off. <laughs> it's made a, uh, uh, bottle was made of gold and silver and a diamond-studded cap. Um, basically, the six-kilogram bottle, uh, which was made of gold and silver, like I said, was stolen from a calf bar. Um, and a CCTV of some guy going in there, just proper hooded up, not caring, just looking for the bottle and nicking it. Um, What's the name of this thing? Oh, I didn't even know the name, but it's featured on House of Cards. Uh it's a it's a Russian Baltic bottle. It's worth one point three million dollars. So it's like one million euros. So that's just under a million. Sterling. Oh yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? It's a big bottle, isn't it? Stolen from Copenhagen. Yeah, it's the packaging looks amazing. Oh, it's mad. Wow. Stolen from Cafe Thirty Three. You got to be pissed. And I think the bartender as well. The, oh, so that yeah, not the bartender. The uh, owner of the bar was borrowing it of someone else. Like had it on show. As a as a way to lure customers in, and someone seen it and thought, yeah, I'll have that. <laughs> so, uh, what's the most expensive thing you've like drink you've bought or most expensive like expensive um, rounds? I mean, I'm I'm not that big on spending a lot of money on alcohol. I, I more prefer to like chill at someone's house, go to the off license, and drink their drink. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like if you gotta go to a club, you're gonna pay a mad premium in it. And so for me, like a, a Ciroc or a Belvedere or something like that, a Grey Goose, like, yeah, that'll yeah, do for me. Yeah, I'm not on the most I spent. I think around in Las Vegas of like it wasn't even anything special, listeners. It was like twelve Budweisers or something like that in Vegas, and it cost like over a hundred dollars. And I was like, oh. But you're on a, you're my cousin's stag, or um, yeah, bachelor party or whatever. So mm. you got you got to pay that you got to pay that money. Um, yeah, man. But yeah, to, to kick start it off with a dry jan, the most expensive bottle of vodka. Um, that is mad. That is mad. Imagine drinking like you wouldn't even want to. Can I tell you something deep? Go on in. I think the reason why I don't drink vodka is because my dad used to go hard on the vodka, and. Yeah, that kind of put me off of it. Wow. Because I've seen how fucked up he was getting <laughs> off the vodka well, over, em- the year, over the years. And I was like, no, nah, I'm never drinking that shit. But what <laughs> did he drink? nectar. Yeah, it is. Vodka's... vodka's uh, I know some people, lis- uh, our listeners, don't like, drink vodka or like the clear spirits, like the white spirits, because mm. it's less chemicals or whatever. And it sets people off in a certain way. Everyone has that one drink that, that, they, can, um, that they can't drink. Like, it just turns them off. Like, mine is gin. Mm. Like, I... Gin and juice. I tried to be like Snoop and drunk. Rolling drunk. down the street, smoking endo, sipping on gin and juice, laid back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Hey, that's got the best quotable. <laughs> Spud me. Juice, that's got the best quotable when everyone uh, when you buy a bottle and everyone brings their cup to you and you just quote and you just say, "Everybody, Everybody got, got their cups, cups, but they, they ain't chipped in." in. <laughs> gin and juice. I drank a bottle of Gordon's gin and I was absolutely. <sighs> destroyed listeners mm. and to the point where I had to be carried home I tried to put the door keys in the door all my keys fell apart off the key ring on the floor wow. one of my friends rang the doorbell ran off my mum opened the door and I'm on, the, on my knees looking up like looking for the keys just out my nut and it was just it was embarrassing <laughs> it was embarrassing but everyone's got that one drink um, yeah talk about having the continuing about having a break I'm on dry January and I know a lot of our listeners have set up New Year's resolution have you got any New Year's resolutions Anything you're going to do or... Not an actual resolution per se, but I've got 
aims, goals, whatever. You know, I just want to make sure that in 2017, I'm focused, everything goes well. Yep. And I'm not doing all the mucking around that slowed my progress in 2017. No procrastination. Focus. Only acceleration. Yeah, I like hey. that. I like that. I like that. I like that. You got to say that in the grind flow. Give it, give it to us in the grind flow. <laughs> There's no procrastination. See me with the acceleration. See me, I'm meditating. I am on a heavyweight team. Now we're going to talk about grime a bit later in the episode, but I'm on my grime, I'm on my grind. Anyway, talking about someone else who's having a break from things. Have you heard about this internet uh, vlogger, uh, Logan Paul? Nah. Is it Paul Logan or Logan Only Paul? Only Logan I know is in the X-Men. Paul Logan, yeah, basically, or Logan Paul, one of the two. This American vlogger, he's massive, yeah? Uh, so massive that I don't even know his name properly. But anyway, this guy is massive. He he streams and he vlogs everything that he does. Mm. Um, came to notoriety through Vine when he used to do really stupid videos mm. and just like share his experiences. Anyways, hey, re- Vine was big for a hot minute. Yeah, well. Vine was massive. It is Logan. Yeah, Logan Paul. Yeah, that's it. Boom. So he's come under fire recently uh, and he's taken a break from social media and filming and vlogging because, Why? get this, so he was filming in Japan and he mm-hmm. was doing fucking stupid shit in Japan, like upsetting the locals, mm-hmm. dressing up as Pokemon, trying to catch them on the street, what, dressing up as like <laughs> sumo, like uh, as like a geisha girls or really summer, um, yeah, just dressing up and just ah. being really disrespectful. Anyway, trans geisha business. <sighs> he was filming in a forest in Japan with his team. I think they were going to go camping, and all of a sudden he came across, uh, in the distance they saw someone who had. Uh, Hang themselves or hung themselves. Deep. I never get the tense right if it's hanged, hung. Hung would be the past tense. Yeah, but I think when you, but for hanging, it's he hang himself. I should know being the teacher, but I'm not too sure. Anyway, he continued filming mm. and uh, filmed his reaction, filmed his team's reaction, filmed the, the body swaying there. I mean, it's been taken off social media, but because he filmed his reaction and everything and put it out there, he be, he came under massive fire and basically just got slated for it so i'm posing the question um is anything off limits in this day and age for vloggers and for social media yes there's a lot of taboos in society right well i guess it differs from country to country depending on the culture that you have in somewhere like japan where it's a very respectful i really want to go to japan it's a very respectful culture people are very mindful of others and, you know, it's one of those places you go there, there's not like a lot of litter on the floor and stuff like that because people have been very mindful of other people. You know, and you come to London, you're going to see cigarettes, crisp packets, Coke cans. You see loads of shit. Dirty, innit? Chicken boxes. There's <laughs> loads of shit on the street. Oh, don't know. Because nobody gives a fuck over it. I had chicken, fried chicken <laughs> last night. And it's, oh. oh, was it a bit greasy? No, it went too, but crease. <laughs> <laughs> it Cu- was a couple of wings, a couple of breasts. A burger and some and some wings. Bags. Anyway, it weren't great. It weren't great. But no, I'd like to go to Japan as well. And um, it's a, it's a country that uh, fascinates me. And yeah, it's a, and, there's a um, lot going on. They also have this suicide kind of culture over there, don't they? And you know, I think if you're gonna like, come on, man. Like, it doesn't matter what culture, what country you come from. You must have respect for the dead. I yeah. think that's like a universal human basic respect. So what he did. Where he ended up filming some dead people, like dead that, person, yeah. But he carried on filming yeah, in but... his reaction, and 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 then I think he made he made one or two little jokes, and be, Say, he's like young. I mean, not making excuses for him, but he's no, like a no, young American you vlogger. You, you, you know, like as fucked up as I am, I know I'm not the most 
uh, I haven't got the straightest moral compass. Do you know what I mean? Um, I might not always agree with things that are legal and think that the law is must be followed to the letter. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you definitely got to um, be respectful of... I'm a respectful person. Some things are off limits. And especially in another country as oh, well man. where... Bro, if we was over there filming beer, rap and banter, come on, man. They'd love like, us. No, 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 cut the camera. Yeah, they would love us. But if we were like in a forest cracking a joke and then all of a sudden you notice someone's hanging from a tree, I'd be like, no, no, cut the Yeah, film, yeah, you would. Film. Yeah, yeah. But you wouldn't even put that out. But that's what I'm saying. In this day and age, is there anything that is off limits? These, these young people that are vlogging, are tweeting, are filming everything constantly. There's a limits. constant camera in your face. Yeah. Snapchat and all of that. So there's no privacy. You know, What's funny? What happened the other day? Yeah, I've left work. Yeah, I'm walking to the station. I saw a guy just stretched out on the floor. Ambulance were there. I was like, "Fuck!" First thing I did, pulled my phone out. I was thinking, "Oh shit, this could be a little video for." Beer <laughs> didn't even didn't even think to ring like and, and I was services. Thinking, Boy, and I started doing my commentary. And, Yo, it's your boy Cal Sirius <laughs> coming to you live. And then like next thing, our police officer comes out of nowhere and goes, "Mate, this guy over here has just had a heart attack." Oh, and I should have like, like, oh. This guy's on the floor like. Ah. Do you know what I mean? And I you're like, like, what's oh, going like, on? It's your like, boy, Cal Sirius. And, and I was like, my first reaction was, what's this fucking pig talking about? Like, I was like, I have the human right to be here and I'm not interrupting with whatever you're doing. I have the right to be here. And then he was like, you know what? You have your rights to do whatever, but come on, man. It's like, and I was just like, yeah, yeah. you was know it, what? Was it Guys P- having a heart attack, to be fair. <laughs> was it PC Savage from our, was it PC Savage from the first <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, if it was PC Savage. Get out of the car. Get out. <laughs> Put the phone down. Get out of the car. <laughs> but in this day and age yeah like just to continue with this yeah and I know our listeners will, will agree with the modern day sort of filming everything on your iPhones and yeah. Samsungs and whatnot. whenever shit kicks off if someone's getting like if there's a fight or someone's in distress or hurt the first thing people are doing now is filming it and putting it straight up online and you can become an internet sensation or a meme or whatever even if you don't want to overnight look at the guy that was got caught Flipping, eating out the girl New Year's Eve all those years ago. Mm. Dominic, what's his name? Dominic Killer. Dominic Killer, whatever his name is, yeah? yeah. See, he was just, you know, just having a little, getting intimate. He got caught slipping. All these people get caught slipping. So, yeah, there is a limit, guys, as you hopefully will agree. I think people need to use common sense. Like, if you see something going on and you think, well, I wouldn't necessarily want to be in a video like that then don't fucking film it. Don't spread the negativity. Man. Yeah. I think it's that simple, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, yeah, moving on. Complete opposite of negativity. Mr. Positive. He's starting the year the right way. He secured another bag. This guy just goes from strength to strength. Look up. Um, I don't even know who you're talking about. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled! Major key! DJ Khaled signs up for Weight Watchers. He is now sort of the poster boy the spokesperson of Weight Watchers um, he's the perfect poster he's the boy new... for Weight Watchers <laughs> <laughs> you fat bastard you fat bastard it's all it's because he's getting the <laughs> <laughs> it's a, he's the new social media ambassador basically um... shit I should have left the rum close up Oh, fuck it, I'm go get it. it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it. it. Go, go, get your arms. Tell him, tell him about um, what's going on with DJ Khaled. Yeah, while you go keep drinking, I'm gonna keep it pure anyway. Um, DJ Khaled is now the media spokesperson for Weight Watchers, and you can follow him on his Snapchat and on his Instagram. Um, as we all know, DJ Khaled, we love him or hate him for all his achievements. Um, he's been signed up by Weight Watchers basically, and I think he's doing something real positive for his family. And for his future, obviously, he secured a lot of money in doing so. Um, 
yeah, man. Basically, he's going to try and lose as much weight as possible. And yeah, we've got to follow him on his journey. Yeah, so good luck to him. Yeah. I mean, I'm a person who's always been a bit chunky. Like, I was, uh, I was kind of fat when I was a kid. And um, I lost a little bit of weight over the years. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's not something that I found easy. And I've never actually did a diet or nothing like that. I just kind of tried to have a healthier lifestyle and just balance stuff. Well, I think if you're eating well... Um, like obviously they're not drinking. If you're trying to lose a bit of a bit of fat or a bit of mass or whatever, um, cut out the calories, cut down the calories. Drinking the uh, not drinking booze helps. You know what we were talking about that the other day, innit, it, bro? This might be a talking point for the listeners, right? When you're drinking alcohol, have you ever noticed like every single food product in the UK? I don't know what it's like in some of the countries. Shout out to all of our listeners from all over the world because we're noticing there's a lot of attention coming from. Places like today, we had someone from like Nepal, I noticed in the stats. We've got Nepal, we've got India, we've wow. got New Zealand, we've got um, all over the world, wherever you guys are. Samoa, there's a quite a few listeners from Samoa, so wow. shout out to all of you guys. Um, and I don't know what... Big up the international listeners, the yeah, international crew. You know what I'm saying? We need them on board. Um, and uh, I don't know what your food packaging is like over there, but over here... On the labels, we have labels on our food that tell us about the nutritional information in the food. But we don't have labels on our alcoholic beverages. So you don't know. Like, if I've got a can of Coke here, and there's a label on the Coke that tells me how much salt is in it, how much fat is in it, how sugar, much sugar is in it. But not calories. Um, well, fair enough, because you know sugar is sweet, so you can kind of figure out about the calories and whatever. But on booze, um, you mean? On booze, there's no the information. on alcoholic drinks, there's absolutely nothing... Well, and that... you know that they use sugar in the process of making alcohol. Mm. It, and this shit is full of it's full of sugars, full of fats, full of calories, but we don't know how much is in it. And we all... drink a lot in the UK. Yeah, we, we do, we do. It's a huge part of our culture. We all, drink a lot. All you know is and the percentage. And so fucking obese. <laughs> the percentage and how much is actual in this in this bottle of Captain Morgan rum. I do like rum. I'm not going to drink it. I'm just going to... You can pour me a drink. <sighs> all right. Bartender. Thank, thank you very much, Garcon. Bartender, <laughs> it's only a small drink. Can you buy me a drink? You're going cinema tonight. You got to, you got to take time. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, come on, man. You don't want to be too smashed in the have cinema. Have you ever been smashed in the cinema? Yeah, we used to sneak in booze to all the time. Like I remember going to see like the Hangover films, mm. taking booze in there. It's jokes. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. Um, yeah. Cheers. Anyway. I feel mm. a bit dead drinking my water. Maybe I don't feel we're doing the show uh, justice with a beer rap and banner. But is your FOMO kicking in here? Fear of missing out. Yeah. Mm, nah. What if I said, "Oh, bruv, this smells absolutely <laughs> amazing." Oh, Captain Morgan's rum brewed in Barbados. Mmm. Tastes delightful here, man. Have a sip. That sounds terrible while you're drinking that. <laughs> drinking that and it sounds so clean as well on the uh, on the microphone. That's, that's how you eat pussy. <laughs> yeah, sip it. <laughs> I'll be like, come here, babes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I think Game's got a line, yeah? He goes, I was eating that pussy like it was wonton soup. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my size! Like... Due to technical difficulties, due, due to Kali's fat ass, fuck you. <laughs> his fat guy named Betty, he fucking. 
pulls the whole network and the whole this, thing this shut is down. This is where technology becomes a hindrance. I've got this little... Uh, no, your big ass becomes a I've hindrance. I've got this little portable <laughs> mouse and keyboard kind of thing. It's wireless. And uh, I forgot that it was just right next to me. And kind of in that little, that little, just little <laughs> laugh we just had, I was rolling over it and oh. ended up stopping the recording. Oh, but, you know, the show must go on, man. Eating like one ton soup, man. Just <laughs> drinking it like the rum. Anyway. Oh. Now, don't you? Listen, I've got a... F- <laughs> You're a scumbag. I've got a fantasy about champagne and yeah, like... Yeah, I'm a um, slag, but I don't care, whatever. I've got a fantasy about champagne and like during sex, yeah? Oh, right. So I've never done it, but it's a fantasy... Um, so while I'm like, while I'm getting head, I've like, I've, I've shake, I'm shaking the bottle of, uh, champagne and I bust the, bust the cork, so boy, like that. And then I just, just pour it all on the chick while she's, oh, while she's greasing me filthy. off. Yeah. She's like with the champagne oh. and giving me the deepest neck and like, Woo! and then also when I'm, when I'm like chopping her from the back in it with the, with the booty shaking and yeah. I'm just, just champagne on the booty and I'm just going like that oh, bro that's a very realistic fantasy like, yeah that'd be do dope that. that'd be dope yeah I don't know how Andrew would feel about that <laughs> well <laughs> should we get that fucking Prosecco out my face you can Ew, <laughs> <laughs> my back's all sticky you bastard what are you doing <laughs> oh sorry babies <laughs> some Lambrini <laughs> I, 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 no, obviously I can afford like champagne or whatnot. I, I, I would like to think you should be able to fulfil <laughs> your fantasies with your partner, man. I think that would be dope. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe one day, innit? Yeah. I don't if know not, if you'll be talking about it on the podcast. Yeah, I'm not going to share any, any grease I do with the wife, obviously. But grease. All, grease! All the listeners, yeah, if you want to get greasy, um, just, well, don't tell us, obviously, but no... Dick. <laughs> tell us! <laughs> we want to know! <laughs> I want man to out of me like, yeah, bruv, I was greasing this thing off the <laughs> I was gre- I was beating this thing off and I had, had your podcast on in the background and I was listening to you, man, when I bust you and I... <laughs> oh, the last thing I heard, bro, I ejaculated was like English and Cow's voice. Oh, listen, I got another story about that. Yeah, listen to this, listeners. Oh, my God. This is this is a this is a banner episode, yeah? Flipping. So I must have been, when I was dating dating one girl, like proper girlfriend, and, and, and we were, you know, we were having sex. And then on the background was uh, one extra on yeah. the TV. Like the, the TV was playing the radio, one extra. With your proper girlfriend opposed to when you had the sex doll. I never had the sex doll, just for the record. Okay. Anyway, yeah, nice try there. Anyway, you're the you're the tech guy. You're the tech guy. You've probably got some like AI doll like hooked up somewhere. Don't worry about me, bro. I'm yeah, I'm ways. very worried I'm about you. Anyway, so I'm so I'm beating it. I'm like like chopping it from behind or whatever. Mm. And then all of a sudden, I hear I hear Gritz's voice. I hear Cam's voice on the radio singing his record. Uh, our friend C Gritz, he's got a record. Belong to me, mm. girl, you belong to me. And uh, Skepta did a remix or did a beat of it. So it's a funky house record. Skepta produced it. C Gritz is singing on it. Um, I'll probably have it playing underneath here as we're talking, setting the mood. Okay. And as I'm as I'm chopping, I'm chopping, and all of a sudden I start hearing my friend's voice in the radio. And I was like, no. And then I started thinking, not thinking about him, but then like his head popped up in his voice. I'm like, oh, it totally threw me off. That's crazy. Totally threw the bro. mood. I had oh. to stop everything. Um, 
<laughs> and another time, another. To be fair, that would be a bit gay if you kept yeah, thinking I did. about it. Well, and then listen to this. Well. Here's another story, yeah, about Grease at university. And yeah, we, you were talking about Richard Blackwood earlier, yeah. yeah. Cal's yeah. got a bit of a thing for Richard Blackwood. Oh, come on, know. bro. What are you talking about? How are you going to just drop it like that as well? You you rate him highly, don't you? Yeah, but saying I've got a bit of a thing for him makes it sound all sexual. No, it's banter, man. Like you got a, you think he's I, an, you think he's an incredible comic. He's a great comic. I've seen him live loads of times. <laughs> and uh, I was telling English earlier. Followed him on holiday. I think, I think he thought I was a stan because like I met him. Like I'd I've been to loads of his live gigs. I used to watch the Real McCoy. I met him once. I turned up. You know when you go to a rave and then you kind of turn up early and it's quiet. I did that once and then he was there and then I was like, I just let the stand out and it's oh man, I think you're amazing. I've so, seen everything you've done. So anyway, I listen to you on the radio, you're on Choice FM <laughs> and then the end of that and I Choice stand FM out. Choice FM listeners. I stand out. I, I, I stand out Choice FM. But then also the weird thing was I went on holiday and he just so happened to be performing when I was on holiday so I was thinking like if he knows that I'm a stand and he recognises me he was like Richard Richard over here it's me Richard <laughs> he might have been thinking god damn this guy got on a plane <laughs> and he's come all the way out here to see me perform fucking hell mate that's hilarious anyway Richard Blackwood story um so at university yeah mm. I wasn't promiscuous at university so I went on the, went oh, on no, the no of course not of course not. no I wasn't I swear down anyway yeah, I wasn't getting greasy in the <clears> dorm room I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't no. anyway the one time I did get greasy with this, this chick I fancied anyway oh, just, just the one like a drunk night a drunk night so I've, we've gone back to her room mm. in the house whatever she shares with like her housemates and like drunken drunken beats in it drunken chops and then for somehow like over the desk and the computer her hand or something must have moved the mouse on, the, on her Mac and whose face should pop up on the Apple Mac as a screensaver? Richard fucking Blackwood. Oh, <laughs> shit. That put me off my stroke like yeah. you wouldn't believe. <laughs> and great face. His big smiley face. And we're talking like early 2000s when he was fresh. He was popping back in those days as well. He was big. And was I was, he was on MTV in those days as well. Yeah. Anyway, that put me off. That's, that's my Richard Blackwood's. Anyway, we're getting a bit. We're getting a bit. Did you actually still nut though? Uh, I can't remember. Maybe I was too drunk. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to introduce our next guest, who is Linton Bovell. He was an MC, and he is a producer, and he's going to tell you all about himself right now. Back with another episode. It's your boy English, Ings LT, and I'm here with another special guest, man, like Linton Bevel. What's going on, brother? How you doing, brother? Good to see you, man. Good to see you. So, yeah, um, we brought Linton up just to talk about his musical journey, what he's got in store, uh, who he's worked with, and, you know, just, just to catch up with him, because I know he goes back, you know, he's a good guy. So, um, yeah, Linton, just, just tell us a bit about yourself and, you know, who you are. Who I am? I'm a legend. <laughs> nah. Um, I'm a... I'm a... I'm an entrepreneur in the making. My name is Linton Bavell. I'm a beat maker from East London. I've been producing for like 17 years. I'm new to this. I'm new to becoming professional. So I'm becoming professional at the moment. So um, I'm in transition. You call me in transition. I'm becoming an amateur into a professional. So I've been producing for 17 years now. I've got my business dinner table, my company the dinner, the dinner table. Huh? And that's it's a startup company. It's a record label. Mm. Yeah, tell us about the dinner table still, because I checked out the website 
and um, I'm really liking. It's got everything polished. So yeah, tell us a bit about the, what the yeah. dinner table is, and you know the whole the whole idea behind that. The whole ethos about the dinner table is a family. It's a family business. Family, fam, it's a family family thing. The dinner table, as you can imagine, if you have a vision, it's a family around a dinner table sharing sharing tips, secrets, advice, history, talking, and it's it's a, we don't have that these days. Mm. We don't have that. Mm. Not a lot of people have that. Live in, sometimes it's the environment. You live in a flat. You can't, you can't, you can't get a dinner table. So you go to your mama's house sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you have a broken family. But my ideology is not the broken family. My ideology is bringing the family back together. Okay. So it's centered around the concept of of sitting around the table. Yeah. And where we all grew up, sitting around the table, yeah. eating. Food brought us all together, talking, yep. sorting our differences, exactly, putting the world to right. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I know you're big on that. So you you got a vision, you got an idea about the dinner table. So what you're hoping to achieve with with this platform? Well, with the music, I have twelve subsidiaries to to, to this company. There might be more by the end of it. Cause I'm inspired by Richard Branson. Um, he's, he's a classic entrepreneur. I'm inspired by Richard Branson. So the twelve subsidiaries to it. They have a car wash, a restaurant. A nightclub, a school, a spa, a cabin in the Lake District, and real estate. That's only to mention a few. But all based on the music. So when the music's successful, and it will be successful because I make good music, you as, do, you, can you, hear, do, you, as you can hear on the website, on the SoundCloud, and the Instagram, as I post regularly, I make good music. I can co sign that as well. Um, uh, for those listeners that have are, been following my uh, rap music career, uh, you might remember I released a single earlier this year oh, yeah. uh, called The Ghetto, and that featured a verse from L. English or uh, Linton Bravell, as yeah. uh, he's now going by. Yeah. My rap style is more relaxed now. I'm not so fiery because I'm not so ignorant now. Okay. I'm more educated. Mature. Yeah, I'm matured. Yes, I've, I've cooled, I've calmed down. So I'm, I'm, I'm talking from a more holistic way. I'm talking about what a man will do for his woman. I'm, I'm coming from a romantic point of view, a historic point of view, and a masculine point of view, and an educated brother point of view. So I'm, I'm bringing all these elements to the street. I, I, was, I was a street kid before. And what he could have deemed as a road man, I was a road man before. But I was never deep in it, but I was classed as a road man. You would class me as a road man. Because low bitties, chilling on the street all day in the blocks. I was doing that. What they're doing, that smoking weed, going radio, making music. I was doing all of that. Stealing cars, selling weed. Mm. I was doing all of that. But I've grown up. I didn't know I, could, I wasn't good at it. Mm. I wasn't good at selling weed. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't good at it. I wasn't, I wasn't a businessman. Yeah. In 2010, I went to college to study business. Okay. So what inspired you to change? To change what? Into to change from being a road man into a businessman. It just happened. It just happened. I think the girls I was meeting, they say your wife is your second mother. Mm. So is the girl, yeah, you're married. Yeah. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. I hope, I hope, I hope there's many more marriages around you. Thank you. Yeah. Cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so they say your wife is your second mother. So what happened with me, I... It's friends as well, because I was on a radio, but I was on a grime scene before. Okay. Before it was grime, UK Garage. Yeah, yeah. I was on, I've been on Deja Vu a few times, <clears throat> Raw Mission, 
paid your dues, put the work in. I did. I was a, I was a fantastic MC. People can vouch for me that. I was, I was celebrated in the neighbourhood okay. as one of the best MCs around at the time. But I was never as I never got to the level that I should have blown up. What was your garage? Can you can you reveal your name? You're back in the day, or is it is it under? It was, it was Terror. Yeah. Or Merca or yeah. Mercs. Didn't you have like something man? Everyone had something man back Merkel, in the day. Merca man, yeah. See, I've grown out of that. That's so silly, man, don't it? Yeah. But now you're making, see, you've grown up and that definitely comes through with the sound you're, you're making now um, with your, uh, your hip-hop, your, your rap production. Just yeah. tell us a bit about that and um, how people can check it out as well as on the website, but the SoundCloud, because I know yeah. you're, you're really pushing forward with the production and, you know, you're making a business thing of it. So just, just, yeah. t- just tell the viewers and listeners a bit more about that. The dinner tables, the, the records, the actual beats from the dinner table, they started on Music 2000. On a PlayStation One, I don't know if you remember that. That's that's old, old. A long time ago. And my friend Royston Richards, he kind of put me on. Was it Royston Richards? Royston Richards, R.I.P. He put me onto the whole the 2000 thing in a PlayStation One. I started making funky beats. Then I started making grind beats, garage beats back then. People used to laugh at my beats. It's how it always starts. They laugh at your beats when they're successful. I'd like to think women love my beats. Women. I've got some songs, you know. I've got some songs for the women. <laughs> Look at me. I've got some songs for the women. Ladies, I've got some songs for you. I think it's dope to see uh, an artist really excited about the music that he's making. Yeah. Um, have you got any particular projects that you're working on at the moment or something that you really like to push? It was the increase to zero, but I'm going to re-record that now because it was a rough, I was done during a hard period in my life. A very hard period, like mental health. And um, I've been suffering, but because of my drive and ambition as a mm. person, as a person, as a strong character, I'm trying to set the, set the role model, the role to be a, the, the pioneer. Because like, I've, I've experienced it. Mm. I've experienced the other side of mental health. Being in hospital, I'm like, oh, sh- I'm like, oh my, is this what they go through? It's like a prison. Can you tell us a little bit about what you've been going through in terms of mental health? I mean, if that's a touchy subject you don't want to talk about, it's cool. But I just thought it was an interesting thing to talk it's about. It's awareness. I was diagnosed with schizophrenia and psychosis. Basically, it's being telepathic. That's what, that's what schizophrenia and psychosis is. Basically, hearing voices, um, not being able to concentrate. Because they have good. Basically, that's just tele- telepathy. Mm. Telepathy is a new thing. It's, 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 not, it's not a new thing. It's old. It's mm. been happening since the beginning of time. But it's advanced now. It's becoming more to the front as we advance as human beings. So what do you mean when you say telepathy? Because I'm thinking like sci-fi stuff, like Star yes. Trek walking, like the beaming from one place to another, like teleporting or something. But topic. But we're in the age of Aquarius now, which is the age of intellectual intellectuals and re- and reason, the end of slavery, and um, space travel, where mankind is waking up from his slavery. And that's you no know, people have insomnia now. Mm. A lot, a lot of insomnia going on. People are trends like going to the gym, looking after your body, your, your spiritual well-being, yeah, uh, your physical health. Then it's business. Mm. The Labour Party. I'm trying. I'm into politics as well. The Labour Party at the moment is trying to invest in innovation. That's if the Labour gets in next. They'll, they'll, they'll reduce the weights for colleges yeah, and universities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they want innovation. So I'm a I'm an idealist. I'm a I'm a conservative revolutionary. Conservative don't change the traditional traditionalists, yeah. Mm. But I'm bringing the old tradition back, the biblical tradition back okay. to the forefront because the kids the kids. Some of the kids' homes, 
I'm not stable. They haven't been raised in the church. I was raised in the church, in the, in the kingdom hall. Mm. I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness. I was raised with high standards of morals for my mother. Yeah. And I was raised as a as a masculine man for my father. Shout out to Mumsy. Shout out to Mumsy and my father for RIP. And my sister's a strong role model for me. She's a strong female as well. Mm. And I, I was and coming up in coming up in a neighborhood, I was around thugs and gangsters, yeah. drug dealers, us that robbers, mm. thieves, robbers. Selling crack, heroin, going to the country. It's not good. But that lifestyle contributed to your mental yeah. problems? No. No. It built my character. My, I got history. When, I, when my music talks about these things, my my vision my vision is part of. It's all family. It's not it's not a bad thing. Mm. Selling drugs is not a bad thing. You have to do, you, you're required to do that. So survive. I mean, it, it is against the law. That's it the, the thing. Law, but the liberal liberal Democrats want to in, want to bring in the marijuana now. They want to bring in legal legalized cannabis, and they're doing. I know I know one or two people that are smoking legalized cannabis from the yeah, from the doctor. Mm. So it's taboo, but. It's, it will be allowed at one stage. It was just diff- it was a control. It was a control mechanism. Mm-hmm. But it's it's, it's okay now. So selling weed and selling drugs is not a bad thing, people. Mm. But it is illegal. So if you get caught, it's, it's it's dumb years for you. But you do what you do to survive, and I respect. I'm from the background that you come from. I, I hate what you're saying, but at this point, I've got to put a disclaimer and say Wait, the views <laughs> the views of the artist do not represent the views of Beer Rap and Banter Podcast. I, 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 I but do your thing, but yeah, do your thing. But my my company don't get nerved. What I, what I talk about, what I talk about in my lyrics is the transition from that to a, to, to entrepreneur. Cause you're an entrepreneur. You 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 got your shopping. You got your price list. You, you consult. You consult your plug, but for the prices, you're the negotiator to transfer the information that you got, in the skills that you have, into a legitimate business. That's dope. Transfer that. Cause you got you got skills. I got I got men that used to go to the country and shot already. They used to do that. And if they transform their business, they transform something else. Yeah, to something yeah, else yeah. That's positive. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to. Turn the negative to positive. Not, not that they're breaking the RICO law, because <laughs> the RICO, the racketeering law, or money laundering, they've actually changed, they've left that behind, saw the light and changed. Mm. They, they saw there's no, there's, no, there's no joy in a roadman life. No. I, I, I totally agree with what you're saying there. I know people personally that have uh, transitioned from a roadman lifestyle, making money on the road, into going legal and running businesses and stuff like that. Exactly. So I agree with you on that point. Um, on the, the mental health issue, I think it's a huge issue uh, that in society we don't pay enough attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just like to ask you, um, what's, it, what's it kind of like when you're in the midst of uh, kind, of, kind of becoming aware that, like, that you are mentally, you know, you've got some sort of mental issues? Uh, How do you deal with that? It was hectic. Because at first I didn't know what was happening to me. I didn't, I didn't have a clue what was happening to me. I was here, I was here banging. Then I was hearing voices and I was like, what are you doing? Then I was resting because my father passed away in 2011. So I was, I was, in, I was in deep shock from that post-traumatic yeah. stress. So he died suddenly from a heart attack. So I was in post-traumatic stress and I wasn't carrying out my daily tasks mm. or my life as I would normally. So this voice is like, what are you doing? You're in bed. You're in bed all the time. Get up. And I'm like, what, you, like, who, what is happening? <laughs> I don't know. What are these voices? I'm like, I can't get up because I'm, I'm fucked up. I've got nothing to do. Mm. I'm in bed, fucked up. I'm hurt, my emotions are hurt. I'm like, I haven't, I haven't had the bereavement counseling. No one spoke to me about this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. In my book, I'm writing a book as well. And I'm like, t- 
25,000 25, words into my book. Right? And it explains everything that I've been through in my life. And um, basically, I was dealing with the whole trauma and the business of, of a burial and conducting a funeral. I was the man. I was the next in line to inherit the throne from my father. So I had to manage the whole family. Mm. Bickering that's been going on before I was born. I had to deal with all of that. So when these voices are telling me get up and calling me names and stuff like that, not understanding what I'm going through, I was like traumatized by it. What's going on? So the medication started. I started, I went catatonic, which means you don't move a lot. Because you need, you need suggestions from other people yeah. to move, like ideas. So before getting on the medication, did you ever have an, a, like a specific incident or anything that, um, you know, kind of made someone like maybe how did you get referred to like a, a medical professional I went catatonic that's what I'm getting into I went catatonic but I, I was just, I was frozen I was, in a, I was in a seated position and I couldn't move there was so much confusion yeah and lack of um, movement that I figured it all out you need the zodiac to get out of this thing mental health and the zodiac yeah the, the zodiac the, the astrology go hand in hand when when the, when the star signs when you get married it comes two two become one right mm. two souls become one when you don't get married or you you you, come, you isolate yourself and you're not around people you become distant mm. you, you start talking you, like you become cold you're cold hearted your emotions become cold and that goes to your psyche your psyche is connected to your soul and when you don't when you don't have a part when you don't have when you don't have emotional contact with someone and they're not rubbing off on your spirit. But they also say when you when you live with someone, you look you tend to look like them as well. <laughs> That's what they say. You, you tend to look like them. You get a manner with them. Do their traits. Is, yeah, that, yeah. is that why sometimes some people's dogs look like them? Yeah. Well, they say people look like their exactly. dogs. But women as well. Women cycles. Uh, they link in with one another, don't they? As well. That's quite deep. Exactly. Yeah, they start happened. going on the uh, menstrual cycle same at the same time. time. Yeah. That's crazy. Exactly. Um, yeah. Go on. Yeah. So this, this is what happens. So when you don't know who you who you got in your life. And what what their roles are in your life, and you're not organising in a material in a material world. That's what causes problems. And I I I had one of these problems myself. Okay, okay, but now but now you're out of it, and it's good to see, man, and it's good to see that you use music as a way to yeah to push forward and be productive. So just talk about your you know your history with your music, um, sort of your influences coming up as a, as a, as, a, as a kid as a young man, but then into into beat making as well. So yeah. your influences first coming up. You know, what was your musical influences as, as, as a kid and as a, as a teenager? As a teenager, it was it was Jay-Z, Nas. The first record I ever heard was Nas, If I Rule The World. Oh, that's on the website, that's on the website. Classic, now. classic. If I Rule The World. We were talking about that, that he, Nas has never won a Grammy. And if he was to win he a Grammy, Nas. He should have won a Grammy, he could have or should have won a Grammy for that record. Because that, that is a monumental record on, arguably, my favourite Nas album. <laughs> okay, that was I Am. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mama's I am. Yeah. Because I, I was like, oh God, I used, even Beanie Seagull was, um. Is that the one with the track, You're the Man? No. You're the man. It was, I, it's really hey, hate me now. Oh, uh, you can hate me. Yeah, because yeah. I've got that in my car still, and that's got, um, it's got the, um, with the Aaliyah record. Yeah. It's got, um, Dr. Knot Boots. Yeah, R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Uh. Scarface. Scarface, the DMX one. Yep. I know that album. Scarface favor, one. Favor for a favor for a favor. Favor for a favor. Yeah. That's his third album. Can I, can I talk to you? Can I talk to you, Mr. President? Mr. Pre I want to talk to the president. Oh, yeah, 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 the FBI. Yeah, yeah. yeah the motherfucking CIA. Hey! We're getting all nerds now. So, anyway, sorry, God. So, even Beanie Siegel, they, they're hoping for some darkest moments. 
when I was on a, when I was on the road and going through relationships with my girlfriends, they had my darkest moments. Okay. Because no one's pain was authentic like Beanie Seagulls. No, he when was... When he's going through jail, his jail time, <clears throat> when he, in the earlier stage. Beans, I can, uh, I can feel it in the air. To me, that's... That's his most powerful record, man. I, I, my personal favourite is The Truth. Where, where he was talking about being in jail and everything. Yeah. Fucking intense. You know, Beans was the guy back then. But yeah, so, so early Nas. Well, not even early Nas. Sort of like... Uh, Third album, Nas Beans. Yeah. So that was your influence. Rockefeller. Team, yeah. Rockefeller was a big thing. Okay. Puff Daddy, No Way Out. You got the whole. Um, so that's an interesting era to, to come up to. 90s. 90s. Yeah. Late 90s, early 2000s. Foxy Brown, Little Kim, Notorious, Tupac. All the legends. Tupac Chico. Yeah, all the legends. Golden era. And, then, and as, a, as, as a producer, beat maker, mm-hmm. your influences. Just Blaze, Alchemist, yeah. Kanye West. Um, Heat makers. Because I can hear that in your music now. DJ Premier. Yeah, I can hear that in your in your, in your music now because it's very soulful, very soulful, mm-hmm. and uh, you know a lot of sa- sample driven. Mm-hmm. Um, I can make originals too. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So just talk a bit about that in terms of what programs you're using now, how you're chopping up your samples. Don't, don't give too many secrets away, obviously. But what do you use to produce? And I'm pretty and, basic at the moment. Yeah. I'm pretty basic. I use free loops. Um, 12. Ain't nothing wrong with Fruity Loops, people oh, are making bangers I'm, with that. I'm investing at the moment. Nothing wrong, listen, it's, it still knocks, it still sounds good. At the moment, I'm investing in the MPC. Okay. So I'm going to upgrade to a, a, a dedicated studio in my in my flat. Or I might, I might build a premises, I don't know, I need to get partnerships, I need to talk about that with my partners. Mm. But an MPC is what I've always wanted. When I get that machine... Like a toy, innit? It's... Yeah. Boom. I would, I would do the drums all over my house. Yeah. I'm always doing it, so I can't wait to do this thing. You know what? I saw a video, uh, like a making of video, and there was a, a producer that made a beat for uh, J. Cole's recent album, 2014, First Hills Drive, yeah. using Fruit Loops, fam. So, it just goes to show, innit? Knife Wonder used to use Fruit Loops. Yeah, Fruit yeah, Loops. yeah. The whole little, a lot of Little Brother stuff, Knife yeah. stuff, yeah. Um, that he did with Murs. That's all on Fruits. Like, Listen, as long as it as long as it makes uh, as long as it bangs, as long as, long as it, it bangs, bangs, it's perfect. And the music sounded good, man. Um, where can we hit up the music uh, to either produce uh, for artists that anyone want to buy beats? Because I know you're you're, yeah. you're doing the business in SoundCloud. Where can we? Uh, if anyone wants to buy beats, go to my go to the dinner table. www.thedinnertable, spelled all correctly, one word. uk. There's a link to my SoundCloud on there after it has all the information about me and it's got a pricing page there. Contracts are available, at, uh, but it's, it's also subject to discretion. Mm. You have to be of a certain calibre to use the beat. You have to have a vision yourself, a business plan predominantly, pr- pr- uh, hopefully anyway. I hope you have a business plan when you come towards me. So it's not just money talks? You no, have it's to not have just money talks. I can't just give you... It's standards. I was raised with standards. You can't have a, I can't give you a beat and you mess it up. Mm. That's disrespectful to my dream, to my soul. Or just talk gibberish or... Yeah. You yeah. have to have a certain calibre of authenticity. So, talking at the dinner table, me and Cal, big food lovers. Mm-hmm. You said earlier, a man who likes to cook. Do you, uh, do you yeah. throw it down in the kitchen? Yeah, I throw it down in the kitchen. Right, so if you was to have the beer rapping banter boys come over for dinner, mm-hmm. just demand them, what would, you, what would you cook for us? And then what would you cook for the ladies? So what would you cook for the man then first? Like, how would you throw it down? Or would you just give us like, the, like takeaway or something like woo lots or something? <laughs> it's hard to say, you know. So I'm in transition again. I'm, in, I'm becoming a vegetarian. Okay, so what's, all right, so what's, 
So you're going through vegetarian. Alright, so yeah. what's your go-to dish? Alright, all right, we'll start again. What's your go-to dish? My go-to vegetarian at the moment. Anything, anything. Vegetarian, vegan, me and Cow eat anything. At well, the moment. Man, I eat, eating no pork though. No swine. No cow. swine. At the moment, I'm not cooking. I'm not cooking whole meals for myself. Okay. I'm cooking oven food. Okay. Because it gets boring sometimes cooking for living, living alone and being single. I hear ya, I hear ya. Hey, bachelor life as well. But sometimes you just want to quickly life, bang yeah. some chips in the oven, you know. Right, Linda McCartney, I'm promoting Linda McCartney now. Linda McCartney's Rosario sausages are delicious. <laughs> Linda McCartney with some roast potato, <laughs> you're laughing. Linda McCartney, Linda McCartney sausages are delicious. I recommend that. But I was told that it's, I shouldn't do that. You have to cut that out. <laughs> I, I can't lie, I'm the, um, the hip hop chef, you know, and then. Cow throws it down in the kitchen. But, and last night for dinner, I had some like beef sausages, sweet potato chips. And then some green peas, like all oven food, just dash it in the oven. Quick thing. I think you both agree, and our, and people watching this and listening will agree that that your diet and your mental health and your physical health go hand in hand. Yes. So if you're eating right and you're, you're drinking right, like water, and not sort of like the beer wrapper. Yeah. Wine as well. Wine helps. Red wine helps because it cleans the blood. But if you're eating right, you're going to be living right and feeling good. Yeah. So we was on a diet now, so my wife and I, when we come back from our uh, honeymoon in the summer, we we switched it up and we had a lot of just fish and white meat, mm-hmm. and the red meat was like every now and again, if yeah. that, yeah. and a lot of seafood, a lot of fresh veg, a lot of you know we was eating right anyway. But I think you'll agree that once you're eating right, you didn't. Yeah, right. I take my supplements too. I take like twelve supplements. Yeah, yeah, I take my supplements. I also drink. I'm promoting a lot. A lot of companies here. I'm catching myself promoting. No, there wasn't a specific brand though. Don't worry, you're, drink, you're drinking, mate. I drink chocolate, I drink chocolate. I, I, I boil the cacao down with hot water, kettle water. Okay. And I drink the chocolate, the rich dark chocolate. Okay. And that's good for your skin, the magnesium. Yeah. Yeah, underneath your eyes, if you've got dark circles underneath your eyes, that's beneficial. Are you getting the health tips today? Yeah, I got a blog about it. Where's the blog? Can we, can we, can we, can we support the blog? Yeah. Where's the blog? The blog is on www. Linton Linton D Bavel, the well at the well list. Blogspot.co.uk. Okay. You know what? I was wondering because we talked about your influences and the kind of music that you make. Mm-hmm. Um, have you got a top three selected producers? Top three selected influences? Like who's the best? Yeah, your 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 favorite three producers, beat makers. Well, I'm beat makers or producers? Because we had this we had this argument before. But your top three selected. Hip hop producers. I gave you the Alchemist, Just Blaze, and Kanye. Whoa, off the bat, straight wow. away. I only deal with the best. Wow. Only the best, man. No mucking around. No mucking around. You did say that earlier, but yeah, we were slipping, so we got Alchemist. Miss. Just Blaze. Just Blaze. You even got Don Cannon. You got Street Runner. Street Runner just followed me on Twitter a few weeks ago. Okay. Justice League. Yeah, there's too many. There's too many. So talking about um, things we're supporting as well, we're going to talk about. Um, the other venture, you, you blessed us with some t-shirts earlier today. Yeah. Shaq Damien Clark, long-time friend. So what's, yeah, because I know this is up on your website. So let's talk about this. This is, I'm going to, I'm going to just rock what's, it. Like. What's, what's the thing? This is Lola, 1950s pin-up model. We're promoting the, the black businesses, but we need more innovation to resurrect the culture. Big up Damien Clark. Big up Damien Clark. Big up Marcus Garvey, because he gives us the influence to say the black man needs more economics. The black man need to know accounting, need to know business, and need to be correct. The Marcus Garvey influenced me with that. 
and my friend Damien Clark is promoting his t-shirt Damien by Damien Clark Tattoo Clothing Group Mm. So make sure you go check that out, make sure you go support that. Cast the link on my Twitter, Linton Bavel, at Linton Bavel. Yeah, be a record banner. We're definitely going to be rocking this, we're definitely going to be doing our thing. Um, So yeah, man, listen, we really enjoyed having you. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you want to push. What you got coming up at the minute? Are you just pushing the website and and, and the production? I'm just pushing the sales. Sales at the moment. Branding. Mate, that's it. It's all about branding. Yeah, yeah, branding. This is me. Linton Bovell. So one, one more time, let us know where we can get a hold of you if you've got um, any social media uh, that people should follow you on. Follow and obviously, Linton. shout out the website again first, us. Follow me at Linton Bovell at Twitter, Linton, at Linton Bovell, L Y N T O N B O V E L. The website, that's on the same for Instagram, Linton Bovell. The website is www.thedinnertable.co.uk. And um, that's got a brief history there. Genius.com, Linton Bavell, where certain things, my song lyrics. What else is there? SoundCloud, Linton Bavell. So it's all there, all yeah. under Linton Bavell. Bavel. And we'll be tweeting it and supporting it because you know we support the real music, we support the real, the real stories, the real people. This is Beer Rap and Banner. I've been your host, English, at IngsLT, at Beer Rap Bants. Make sure you go subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you check out the other episodes, the other interviews. Big up everyone who's listening from all over the world. Um, you know, we're picking up momentum, Cal. Yo, before we wrap up, I was thinking, L, have you got anything in particular you might want to say to the world? Any anything uh, you want to talk about? That's a good one. You got the platform, man. The floor is yours. Last, last. What last I want to say to the world: study business, study do your accounting. Young boys, do your accounting. Read on your history. Marcus Garvey said, if you have no roots, you won't, you won't, you will stay a child. You don't want to become a child. You want to become a man. But I can't blame you for being a boy because you haven't got a male role model, which I'm trying to be for you. I'm not perfect myself. But hopefully you'll see me progress into that man that we all know I can be and you can be also. This is my prayer to you. Amen. Mm. Amen. And it's a true inspirational story, you know, talking about mental health, losing family members and then coming out on the other side stronger, a better person, you know. And uh, we appreciate your time. Respect, man. Respect. (laughs) And like Linton, alright, we're out. Peace. 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 So that was the interview with Linton Bavell. Uh, I'd like to think that you'd all agree that he uh, had a fascinating story. What with his journey, uh, music, and how um, sort of music's helped him through mental health and everything. Um, yeah, don't forget you can check him out at Linton Bavell, L-Y-N-T-O-N-B-O-V-E-L-L, thedinnertable.co.uk. And now, yeah, back with the show, back with the banter. Save. Which one was the the Wayne's brother that did that show, My Wife and Kids? I don't know. So many Wayne's brothers. He had this one bit where he was having some banter with his wife (coughs) and the wife asked him, what kind of sex is better? Is it better to have regular sex or drunken, sloppy sex? And he was like, drunken, sloppy sex. Well, um, when you're drunk, when you're both drunk and, you, and, and yeah, it's having sex, you just go into like, you go into like Mr. Marcus mode. You turn into whatever porn woo! star and start like... Crease. Crease. Or maybe no, he's not the best example because didn't he have like some infection or oh, something? Fucking like, hell. Who's the guy with the glasses, the sunglasses, and he picks uh, chicks up like he's getting them in like the tombstone? And the, I, don't um, know, I don't know. Oh... 
And uh, who's my who's that other porn star who talks greasy on them? Uh, Wesley know Pipes. The, I don't know the men. I'm more follow the women. Yeah. Oh no, don't say it like that because that makes me sound like <laughs> that makes me sound a bit suspect. Wait, it is what it is, isn't it? <laughs> Listen, when I'm doing my research, yeah, I know about these porn stars. Yeah, even the men because the men them are chopping down. Yeah, Mr. Marcus was definitely a top. No, nah, this guy Wesley Pipes, um, he talks greasy. I've heard, yeah, I've heard, I've heard about him. And uh, Ron, 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 I used to rate Ron Jeremy because he's, this nah. guy looks like any average. He looked oh, like yeah. fucking Super Mario. Like he looked like any average guy. But he weren't chopping he like the things that are. Most porn, porn. Oh, mate, mate. Ratings, and he made me believe if you can, get, <laughs> if you can get this thing, then Cal, you, you, can. I'm definitely getting this cracker lacking. Bruv, that's like them bang, bang bus videos. You think, oh, this could actually happen. Like I could pick up a random chick on Fam. the roadside and and fuck her in the back I of the bus. I was just about to hot a man's name up, yeah, and I'm glad I didn't because his missus would would be broken, but. One of my boys, yeah, you know who he is, went on holiday to the States on a beach and he got offered, like, the Bang Bros people offered him. They said, look, we want you to come and fuck and film. we'll film it, we'll put you in the Bang no, Bros that's, that's, and we'll pay you. That's that's divorce. Listen, you know, some, you know someone we went to school with and someone I'm close with starred yeah. in a porno? A, a, one of the, like, man, not man then, but one of the fellas, like, from school. Is that right? Yeah, it is. I'll tell you off air. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. And he was—he's—he starred in a in a so you want to be a porn star video, and he had like, he had like the cameraman standing over him while he was like getting that work. It must be difficult to perform all the lights, all the people watching. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of people talk the talk about they could do it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I couldn't do it. I have struggled just doing it in the dark. I wouldn't want to do it. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to be seen in that light. Like I like talking about it, it's bouncing it, it's jokes, but I don't think I'd want a sex tape out or nah, no, no way would you want a sex tape out. But that's why I was saying that do, that guy who got caught namming like the poem, the Dominic, whatever his name is, Dominic Calais. Yeah, if he was in America, yeah, man, he would have turned this around and he would have been a superstar by now. Would he? Yeah, I reckon. You see how Americans can finesse anything. You look at Kardashian, Paris Hilton, all these girls and people that have had sex tapes or have had things happen to them and they've become jokes. The whole country is just grease. They can flip things around and become turn a meme into a multi-million business. Look at that um, Cash Me Outside. How Marketing. about that? Marketing. Marketing, bruv. Anyway, talk about marketing. Talking about... Uh, new waves on this side of the pond uh, got a big shout out to represent radio uh, gets the royal treatment so if you don't know listeners uh, Prince Harry and his wife to be Miss Markle uh, visited represent radio which is in Brixton which I reckon is a- Prince Harry's getting down on uh, Megan like <laughs> <laughs> why'd you have to go there man Grease anyway carry on the royal Grease <laughs> <laughs> in Windsor Tower or something like on the oh. do you reckon he's wearing like his long robe and like nothing but a robe and like bare ice he, he might have bare, a little a little crown on in it oh what in his little hood oh shit <laughs> cock ring oh listen man I'm trying to be normal we're trying to flow with the stories anyway Prince Harry and Miss Markle recently represented represent re- recently went to represent radio which is in Brixton a local community station which is really good shout out to represent <clears throat> yeah plays a lot of um everything like hip hop they've been R&B. supporting artists like myself they've been playing my shit so yeah big up to a represent radio man. yeah so they went down there to see uh, their work supporting young people through creative training in radio and broadcasting and to learn more about the model their model of using music radio media for social impact so it had you know Prince Harry and his whole team going down there to check out represent radio and you know I wonder if I wonder if the Prince listens to a bit of uh, 
He must listen to a bit of rap music, I reckon. A bit of like mainstream rap music. Like what's popping? Like Storm like not saying Stormzy's mainstream, but he must like a bit of Stormzy. He probably likes a bit of like um flipping Drake. How old is he now? <clears throat> he's he's about thirty two. He's about our age, I think. Early thirties. So. He's definitely influenced by similar things that we're influenced by. It's just that he probably can't admit everything in public. <laughs> but behind closed doors, he's probably listening to Dave Chappelle. He's watching Cat Williams videos. Do you know what I mean? He's going. He's going in. He's probably watching mad like music videos from like Beyonce. <laughs> you know he likes black girls, it. So it's like, come on. He was watching Beyonce videos. He's watching hip hop videos. Who doesn't? He's probably googling like, twerk videos <laughs> and fucking shit like that. You know what I mean? Come on. You know what? He's definitely got. I bet. I bet he's got this. He's definitely got the grand play list that has been recently published by Spotify. Yeah. Spotify has now recognised, well, not that need, Graham needs more recognition, but now recognised Graham in a whole other en- as a whole other entity, a whole yeah. other thing. As, Graham is big in the game. Yeah. Graham Music continues to expand its reach. Spotify has officially recognised the genre with its own category on the platform. Spotify's senior editor, Austin Darbo, who creates a popular UK playlist, uh, Who We Be, announced that um, via social media that Graham has now got its own playlist. So you can go back and, you know, all your childhood memories, your teen memories. You, there's got Graham Classics, uh, Graham Shutdown, which is probably all like the bangers, and then Graham Instrumentals. Shut down. Something, something, something. Yeah. Shut down. Skepta, in it? Yeah. He's Graham. He's Graham, innit? He's a bit of Graham. I love a bit of Graham. Do you know what I mean? A little bit of dirt and Graham on your own crooked top. Oh, have you seen the two, gra- the two old people that do the Graham bars? Oh yeah! Oh, oh from, that that tune was mad. That was going viral. On yeah, media. yeah. We definitely got to play that on the show, man. But flipping these two old boys, <laughs> and it goes. Yeah. Well, one of them looked like Heisenberg, like with the way he dressed up. <laughs> Heisenberg spitting bars. I'm drawn for the shooter. Grease. Bosh. Wallop. I'm a real geezer. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is Bants on a whole other level. Hey. But yeah, I reckon Prince Harry and Miss Markle. Uh, what's her name? I want to keep saying Angela Meghan, Merkel. Meghan Markle. Merkel. Do you reckon when he met her, he went, you're the Markle girl? Oh, he probably said that when he's beating her. <laughs> it's the Markle girl. I'm, I'm going to Merkel you. Merkel and Circle. We got Jammer. Um, but yeah, moving on from the Graham, uh, Graham playlist um, onto another Graham theme. Graham Originals. Um, you were getting gassed off uh, your boy Fumin's back. What? Getting gassed. Man like Fumin, if you remember Fumin from from Power Days. Uncle Fumin. You know what? I always rated him for back in the day. We've worked with the same producer, Christy Chris. And I always thought Fumin was dope, but I feel like he didn't get the props he deserved. You're barking up the wrong tree. The spotlight's on, on me. me. Yeah, he had a big but he had a big verse and he was doing his thing for a bit, but he sort of went quiet and he's come back now with um a record called On Graham. And he says like I, you know, you sound like little B on Graham. Um, I, I, I didn't really I sort of switched I didn't switch mm. off but I thought yeah this is alright he's like I sound like Jada Kiss on Graham you sound like Taylor Swift on Graham <laughs> yeah it was decent it was decent but yeah and you also had the, the Graham Originals yeah. uh, hoodie on big so up, yeah. shout out to Graham Originals yeah big up Graham Originals big up Sharky Major big up uh, bigger man good friend he's doing his thing um, so Graham Originals if you don't know or you're not too familiar with the whole Graham scene has been a recent night where MCs from yesteryear and yeah, mainly mainly old school Graham MCs. Yeah, man. So early early to mid two thousands. Um, all me. Uh, when you said shout out to bigger man, is that bigger man from HFM? No, no. Right, well, it's a bigger man from like Nasty Crew, or whatever. All right. Um, but yeah, it's a Graham original, so nostalgic, and then all the all the old school Graham MCs are, are spitting. You know, 
their bars, their reloadable bars. And now the fans, because <clears throat> Grime is obviously being featured in The Guardian, it's got its own Spotify playlist and it becomes quote unquote trendy now to like Grime. Whereas flipping 2002, 3, 4, whatever, it was like building up and it was still, you know, on the yeah. radio and at universities or whatever and the birth of one extra. Only ascendancy. Yeah. Um, now it's become bigger and there's a, you know, a new wider audience. So yeah, big up the Grime Originals. We definitely like that. Um, and what else was we feeling? We was feeling um, the new Grime record from AJ Tracy, JME and... Denzel Curry. Yeah, you're a big fan of Denzel Curry. Um, yeah, I'm not a, a stan like Richard Blackwood stan. Well, Curry. what are you saying? You're saying, uh, didn't Richard Blackwood have a record out? Didn't he put a rap record oh, out? Oh, God. That was cringe, though. That was cringe. What are you like, saying? He's better than Denzel Curry. At the time, they were trying to style him as like <laughs> the UK version of Will Smith. It was like... Oh, it was, it was shocking. What bait sample did he have? He had a bait sample. I think the song was about mama. Like, mama used to say... Oh, mama like, used to say, take your time, young yeah. man. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm gonna be on EastEnders. Be the only token black guy Corny. on EastEnders. Uh, EastEnders is a bit dead now. Did you say he's the only black guy on EastEnders? He is, isn't he? <laughs> Who's the other guy? That, who was on it? Patrick. Wait, Winston in the market. The, the guy that never spoke. He, he was he was the token black character that never spoke. And he had dreads. And everyone just go, all right, Winston, how you doing, mate? And he's going, like, yeah, 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 yeah. What he didn't have reckon? no lines. He was on EastEnders for like 20 years and never had one line. What was he shotting on his market store? Do you reckon he was shotting like level wallets or something? Uh, I don't even think he worked on the market. You know what's dope about EastEnders? Because we lived in East London and we had Wolverhampton Market. <laughs> And EastEnders being based in East London, I always thought it was like based on Wolverhampton Market well, it's... and that kind of uh, atmosphere that's going on around there. Well, Wolford is a is a mix of Wolverhampton and Stratford. Exactly. And there is an actual Queen Vic pub. In and, uh, Stratford. Yeah, by Maryland. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, EastEnders is terrible anyway. Moving on, this AJ Tracy, <laughs> Denzel Curry, Jamie record. Um... Wait, hang on, Danny Dyer's in EastEnders now though. So when Danny Dyer He's the only and saving... Blackwood were in there, I was like, hey, maybe No, them men are both still in it. And Danny Dyer is the only saving grace because he is... He's wicked, man. He's so funny. He's funny and he's and, he, and he's hard and you know what I mean he's like he always plays these gangster ass characters. You know it, what so. he gets. You know what he gets. Yeah, man. Um, so. Yeah, you know what you shout get. Shout out to them, man. Shout out to Richard Blackwood. Shout out to Danny Dyer. Yeah, that's it. Everyone else, the rest of the cast, you're not as good as Emmerdale or Coronation Watch. Street. I heard that um, in the Christmas special, it was a bit mad. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. It's pants. I heard Max did a madness. Max Branning. I get numbers like maths planning. Bars. Thank you. Wow. That's pleasantly surprised. Thank. What do you mean pleasantly? <laughs> what do you mean pleasantly surprised? You know I got bars on deck. <laughs> bars on Deckington. Deckington. Um. <laughs> someone else who's got bars on Deckington. Man like Deneo. Deneo. Um. I wanna party harder. Hey. New, al- party. Harder. Harder. <laughs> New album out by Deneo. Um, he's gone back to the funky house roots. Um, big choruses. Great production. Uh, new album entitled Party Harder. Um, I don't know how many, rec- how many joints on there. Maybe about 12 or so, but he put out a free download and Cal got it on Send Space. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Brought it back to like 2008, 2007. Of all platforms you can use in 2017, yeah. Send Big up all the old school funky house uh, ravers. Well, this, is a, this is a really good uh, pro- um, project that he's put out. He's got um, mm. lots of different features. We saw the new video with Lioness, which was big. That was banging. Yeah, that was banging. Shout B- out to Lioness. Big shout out to Lioness. Um... 
Big shout out to Daneo. Was you a Funky House fan? Oh, of course you had to be. I think like if you... in the UK we've had waves of of like kind of with the London street culture and the whole UK uh, in general, we've had waves of certain musics that kind of rise to become more popular in the street culture scene. And UK Garage had a wave, man. We're talking, excuse me, like Bear gassy, bro. See, when you drink, you get coke in it. It's shouldn't a, be it's drinking coke. coke. Just rum. be drinking rum straight. Yeah, last night it was rum and juice, isn't it? But like, it's I ain't got no juice. Listeners, so. I'm apolog- I have to apologise. This man's belching in your ear. What do you want me to do? Just drink it neat. Do what you got to do, fam. You're, you're your own man. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Yeah, I'm just saying, innit? It is what it is, innit? If you're a, if man, you're... man of man burp, innit? Man of man drink. Man of man burp. If you're a pussy and can't drink it straight, then that's on you, innit? Oh, oh, I'm, joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, hey, I'm joking. if you've got time for a next one, my next one will be neat. How about that? I'm joking. I'm not slandering cow. We're trying not to swear. Although that went out the window, the swearing. That was like... <laughs> well, hey, it was one episode, didn't it? It was one, it was episode, one episode, of which I made about £4 to you, but I put it back into the beer... <laughs> I put it back in the beer wrap and banter foundation. We're trying to we're trying, we're trying to help the kids. Like the philanthropist that you are. That's it, that's it, that's it. But um I was a big funky house enthusiast. Uh I used to go raving, you know, red carpet, them St. Paul's days, central London. Um just absolutely getting you, waved. You, did you ever go to Blue Ice in Ilford? No. Oh yeah. Oh My um brother used to put on that jam. Was it the rave near um uh, it's on the corner sort of near the station Myth Bar It was just, it was just up the road it used to be called, nah, I called that it, was the other direction nah, nah, I called it Myth Bar Myth. Yeah? It's, it used to be called If Bar yeah. and Myth Bar and once I went in there yeah. it was so goonish I had a few bookings there as a host yeah. and it was so goonish like one time I was going raving with some people I knew from Leeds and this girl that I know that was in my um, uh, host for the evening video mm-hmm. and someone's trying to dance with her and she's not having it and he pulled out a knife and started dancing with the knife in his spot. teeth. Fucking goons, man. Do you remember when I used to live around the corner from there? And it was like... Yeah, I'm, I remember. I would go there from time to time, but it was so greasy. It was like... Yeah, it just had slags uh, and goons in there. Weren't feeling it. But yeah, big up the Funky House ravers. Big up those who still reminisce. Big up the house listeners. Although this is beer, rap and banter, and we do cater mainly for rap. Uh, well, we touch on Graham because, you know, we love Graham. Um, we're touching on everything else. That was madness. That was a madness. But anyway, um, yeah, I feel like we've gone through a few topics today. We haven't mentioned sport yet, though. Um, and uh, a dope thing that happened in sport was a uh, man like... Vincent Company, The Manchester City captain, captain of uh, one of the biggest teams in Europe, has actually... Not yet, not yet, not yet. They nah, need to win something. Mm, they were. They've, they've been winning the Premier League. Well, they've League. won the league this year and the league's not even halfway through the season, but that's mm. done. But but they've won it consistently for the last few years. What did they? he What did he get? He went to, univer- he went to university. He went back to university. Not even back. He went to university and he got himself an MBA, which I think is a great achievement for a guy who, you know, he wasn't very articulate. He wasn't very... Um, he wasn't a, a big person with academia, uh, and he decided, you know, he wanted to be smart. I think he said his inspiration was his mum passed and his mum always wanted him to go uh, and study. And so he decided, you know what, I'm just going to go and just do this thing. And he banged it out. And now um, when he goes to his meetings and he's negotiating contracts and stuff like this, you know, he's going to know exactly what they're talking about. And he's got an MBA, a master's in business administration. Wow. I think that's a great inspiration to anyone out there that wants to get into business um, or wants to further their education. You know, and he said, I think he specifically said, um, just because you're busy doesn't mean you can't still get an education. So, yeah. you know, he's busy with his training, with his football and his career, and he still put time in to to learn something new. 
and mm. further himself. So shout out to Vincent Company. I think that was a very dope moment. That was that was salute. Beer rap and banner salute. You were all about bettering yourselves in 2018. Um bettering the listeners, bettering bettering ourselves. Big shout out to um You know what? If you all the support yourself, that we've been getting. If everyone betters themselves, guess what? We're living in a better world. Make it a better place. Woo! For you, you and for me and the rest of them words we don't know. Entire human race, there are people dying getting up for the living. I don't know the rest of the words because we are waved. I'm not waved, I've not been drinking, but I, um, do you know what I've noticed as well? Woo. That we often well, we I often get the lyrics wrong on rap songs that I try and I try and say on I'm, the show I'm, I'm glad you were gracious enough to make that distinction because you have you noticed this before but you probably didn't want to tell your mate so I put my hand up I do I do get words wrong uh, and I probably say things completely wrong both but yeah um yeah basically that's what happens when you when you start drinking um it's been beer rap and banner uh episode 19 the Dwight York episode the not the Diego Costa episode. Nah. <laughs> I mean, he's not even... I don't think... <clears throat> to be fair, I don't think he's in the same kettle of fish as, as a Dwight York. Dwight York is decorated. A Dwight Dork. <laughs> Dwight York is decorated. Like Dwayne Dibley. He's not a chocolate bar. He's a human being. He's a player. <laughs> he's decorated. Where did that come he's won from? the Premier League. He's won the Champions League. He's won all kinds of titles. He is number 19 yeah alright I'll give him that it's episode 19 Beer Rap Bants listen big thank you to all the listeners all the subscribers all the pod and family everyone sharing the information uh, at Beer Rap Bants at Ings LT at Cal Sirius uh, we go from strength to strength in the new year um, hope, we hope you like the interview on this episode with Linton Bavel. Um mm. interesting character spoke on his personal life and his music mm. um, and we've got more interviews coming up yeah, man. in the next few months with episodes so make sure you subscribe please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. please share please comment I think that's important to comment and we say we don't how... get too many comments we're getting a few likes but we're not getting too, too comments need to turn them likes into comments you yeah, need man. to turn them comments into coins be like, yeah, to... yo what's good and then yeah turn... sorry I, I interrupted that you was flowing that was the pimp talk just talk that talk bro. talk that talk to listen, them listen baby girl make your next move your best move woo <laughs> that's what we found why wait? Why can you have a man when you got a plan, baby girl? What, what with me, the baby girl? This the real pimp out here. This is this is English beer rapping band of pimping one on one. Yeah, jeez. So time it is. Keep up or get sweep up, baby girl. Jeez. Bars, bars. I'm on fire today. I don't think I'm going to drink for the rest of the year. Jeez, I'm going to take hey, over the world if I'm on this water. Never again. Just you're super sharp, bro. I don't know how you're doing it, man. Listen, it's what is it? Natural high. Natural vibe. God damn, do that a little ginseng before he came here, real quick. Um, Woo! What did I have today, actually? Egg uh, and bacon. I did. Uh, that's a bit of a generalisation, isn't it? What are you trying to say, mate? What? Because I'm English, I have a bit of bacon in it. I did have a bacon sign, actually. <laughs> I do eat pork, but nothing wrong with eating that swine, my brother. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, listeners who don't eat pork, but pff, boy. I'm sorry, bro. It's just hilarious how you got mad defensive, but turns out you had a little egg and bacon. No, I didn't have egg today. I didn't have egg. I had, I had quick. Bacon yeah, yeah, bacon signing. But anyway, anyway, anyway. I used to love a bacon signing before I gave up pork. You gave up pork a minute, but you ain't give up pork in the tings, though, you get me? Hey, still pork in the gallon, yeah. That's man. it. Pork and pig, pepper pig. Brr, brr. 
skirt, skirt, skirt. <laughs> <laughs> episode 19. Um, big up our guest, Linton Bevel, that was on the episode. Yeah. Uh, the interview. Um, don't forget, you can check him out at Linton Bevel. Um, big up the dinnertable.co.uk for the yeah. production. Um, I've been English. I've been Cal. And you have been listening to Beer, Rap and Banner, episode 19. See you soon. We out.